0: So are you never supposed to be hard on yourself? Like, ever? What if you want to accomplish
1: something greater than you've accomplished currently? That's the balance. It's impossible to care about something and to not tie some of your worth to it. And I, and I think that it's really impractical for people to say, oh, don't tie the untethered soul. It talks about, like, don't tie your self-esteem to anything. Welcome to Next Level University.
0: I am your host, Kevin Paul Mary, And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers.
1: We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement
0: in your pocket every day, from anywhere, for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was episode number 1,258, Are There Positive Parts to Your Ego Too? That was a very hyper-conscious episode today for episode number 1,259, Self-Esteem Constructive. Versus Destructive. Happy Sunday. I hope you are having a cup-filling weekend. And shout out to you if you're listening to us bright and early at 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Because that's when our episodes drop now. So you wanted to do this episode. I'm not even sure where you wanted to go. So I wanted to kick it to you immediately and just kind of follow
1: your lead. Okay, so whenever I jump on the phone with a client, I want to set them up for success in the long term. That's what I do. It's what I want to do. And the very first thing that I start to understand, the first part of the call is just an assessment. I'm just asking questions and kind of gathering data. And then there's always a point. There's always a point where I'm like, oh, boom, okay, I know what I want to work on. And a lot of times uh, clients come in with their intention too, and then usually we take my intention, their intention, merge it. So anyways, one of the main things that I start with is I want to try to analyze and understand where this person's self-esteem set point is and because self-esteem i think is the micro version of self-worth so i'm trying to understand self-belief self-worth aka self-confidence and self-esteem so self-esteem i I do this exercise with people so so i want to understand what is the biggest leverage point of their self-esteem everyone ties their self-esteem to different things so i'll give an example so for me a lot of my self-esteem is tied to uh physique so I get really down when I'm not in the gym, when I'm not consistent in fitness. And there's there's a lot of uh, your past and your conditioning in this. So when I was in high school, I hit puberty really late. Everyone else got taller and bigger, and they gained muscles faster than I did. I was this little puny, you know, freshman in high school. My sister was the most one of the most popular girls in high school. She was a senior when I was a freshman, and I was just I was not athletic. I felt like a little boy when everyone else became a man, so to speak. And it bothered me. And so now I I tie so much of my self-esteem, aka my self-worth, aka my self-value, to whether or not I am big and strong and athletic. So for me, the athletes got all the attention in high school and I was the smart nerdy kid who didn't who did well in school but didn't get any attention or any girls or anything like that. And so I think it comes from that. But the point that I want to make here is that everyone has a different thing. Everyone has a bunch of different things that they tie their self esteem to. So Kev, for you, I've already, you know, I've studied you for a long time. When Kev's not going to the gym, he has low, lower self esteem. When Kev doesn't have a lot of money coming in, he it takes his self esteem and his self worth down. Um, if things aren't good with Taryn his self-esteem is going to be down. So we all have self-esteem constructors, things that um, are constructive, that build our self-esteem, going to the gym, a vulnerable conversation with his wife, Taryn. Um, You know, revenue, sales, new clients, these things, they build your self-esteem. And then we all also have these things that are really destructive to our self-esteem. And usually they're the inverse correlation of the constructors. So for example... If if being in great shape is a big self-esteem builder, one of the big destro- destroyers of your self-esteem is going to be not going to the gym, skipping workouts, going to the beach when you don't look good, X, Y, Z, okay? And so what I did with this client is I sat her down and I said, let's just do this simple exercise. I call it the two columns, self-esteem builders, self-esteem destroyers. And destroyer is kind of an intent, so we'll do constructive versus destructive. So on the left column, do constructive, and then on the right column, do destructive. And then I, I simply break it down on Zoom, and I do persons, places, things, and ideas. What is one person who they always build you up? Whenever you leave them, you always feel better about yourself. You always feel motivated. You feel empowered. Who's that person? Okay, think of that person. Okay, now there's this other person that seems on the surface like they really like you and like they're positive and like they're a good person, but for some reason, every time you see them, you just kind of feel like shit. After you're driving home and you're like, I don't know, like you're, it's almost like you're you just feel like worse about yourself. You don't know why though. You don't know why. And think of that name. And usually that's a family member or you know uh, an in law or or a past partner boyfriend girlfriend or or some friend that's kind of a bully usually it's a bully of some kind usually bullies are and that what do bullies do bullies destroy your self-esteem period that's what bullies do and so that's persons then you go next places okay and places can be digital aka Instagram every time I get off Instagram I just feel worse about myself same right okay so that that that's a destroyer of your self-esteem you need to be aware of that I had one client who was like oh I'll just delete it right now. And I was like, do it. He deleted it. And it's like, why? Because his business doesn't require it. And he's like, I might as well not. And he was so thankful that he did that. Okay. So person's places. So digital would be Instagram. That's a good example. Geographical, that bar you keep going to, or, um, that friend's house. Every single time you go for, for football Sunday, you end up leaving kind of unfulfilled and feeling like crap about yourself. That, that restaurant you keep going to and you keep getting a burger and fries and you feel bad after it or whatever. And again, I love burgers and fries. So, you know, this is different for everybody. I think that actually builds my self esteem. I'm joking. Okay. Persons, places, things, and ideas. Things is, is um, what's a good example of a thing? A thing you do. A thing you do that you always regret. A thing you do where you always kind of feel worse about yourself. Okay. Uh, overreacting with your intimate partner. Every time I do that, I, it always hurts my self-esteem. Okay. So the, and then build your self-esteem. That thing you do every time I do mobility, I feel so good after until the next time before it, I'm like, I don't want to do it. And then every time you feel good after it. Okay. So that's a constructor, yoga, going to the gym, mobility, um, reading a good book, the things that build your self-esteem if you can focus on them. Okay. And then persons places, things and ideas. Ideas are interesting because ideas are beliefs. An idea is nothing different than, than an understanding, uh, understanding or a belief. So this idea that everyone's out to get you, that's probably deconstructive or destructive rather. This idea that you can do anything you set your mind to. And again, be careful with that one because anything is probably delusional, but this idea that you can that everything's figure outable or, or that you can figure it out or you can achieve your goal like that idea is very constructive for your self-esteem and so again person's places things and ideas simple two columns if you can do just this and you were to actually focus your life on eliminating the destroyers of your self-esteem and then focusing more and more and more time and effort on the on the self-esteem builders the constructors you would be amazed at how empowered you'd feel and here's the problem this is the last piece when you focus on self-esteem builders there's going to be people who aren't used to you being that empowered who knock you down and i've seen no exception to that they don't necessarily mean to do it just think of a debbie downer who like kind of doesn't want to be alone so they they're a debbie downer and they just they kind of put you down because misery loves company they're just pretty miserable. They're always complaining, blah, blah, blah. The point is, is when you're super empowered, you might get made fun of, you might get bullied, you might get lashed out at. Your relationships might have trouble with you being high self-esteem because what if, what if a lot of your relationships have been attracted into your life based on low self-worth, based on low self-esteem, now all of a sudden when you start building self-esteem and feeling good about yourself and feeling empowered and feeling confident, now all of a sudden... These other people are triggered by that, and they don't want to be alone and and they're like, who's this new person? So just just understand that when you start to build your self esteem, you will have relationship growing pains. That's that's pretty much the last disclaimer that I would I would put on this.
0: Easy episode for the kid. Just kind of Not sit bad. back and relax.
1: That's what it feels like for you. But yeah, well, <laughs> 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 sometimes I'd say that's true. I'm just kidding. Hey guys, my name is Jacob Balvalon and I just finished Next Level Group Coaching. When I started, when I joined, I wasn't sure what I was walking into, but during the entire course and the program, I figured out it's not something that I wanted to do, it's something I needed to do. They helped set me on the right path with learning how to do PBTs, so P-Performance Tracking, and every two weeks, I was getting new awarenesses and getting a lot more happier, first of all, my health, wealth, and love, but also winning more... Um, practically and tactically in business. So if you're looking to, you know, upgrade your life and get to that next level, definitely sign up for the like group coaching. Do you have any, any thoughts on that? Not or? really,
0: no. No, I do. Um
1: it's good. What are your what are your most top three? Top you're, three self esteem builders?
0: The opposite of the three you said. Yeah. Going to the gym is a big one. Money money coming into the business is a big one. It just is. And then reflecting, not necessarily reflecting, but like looking at my relationship from overhead and saying it's really, really, really good right now. Yeah. But and even to Alan's point, we had a conversation. I don't know if we said this yet. I don't know. Who knows? We had a conversation last week where I said, hey, man, I need to change my schedule. I can't. These 9 a.m. calls, like, I can't do them. I got to start doing 10s. I want to work 10 to 6. No, work. I want to be available for front-facing 10 to 6. That That's ideal for me because then I have a couple, you know, two hours with Taryn before I start winding down for bed, and then I can be in bed by 9, and I can get up early, and I can go to the gym and feel like I have enough time to get it done because for me, hitting, hitting snooze kills my self-esteem. Kills it. Kills it. I it's it's such a challenging way for me to wake up
1: and start the day by That's connected to the last episode. What was the last one? Ego? About the ego. Yeah. Remember you, you said that Yeah.
0: I had that this morning. My alarm went off at five and it was like so dark and I was so comfortable. And I was like, ah, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But I got up and I feel I'm very tired because it's just been a long day. But I'm also I feel really good about myself. Here's the thing too, and we won't go into this in this episode because I got a, I have a, a podcast breakthrough session here in a few minutes, but this is the interesting balance of there when you're struggling, you should probably give yourself credit. When you're struggling, I don't know if you should attach your self-esteem to your self-performance. Or your overall performance. But there are times where I think it's important to say like, I don't want to, I don't, again, this isn't for everybody, but I don't want to let myself off if I'm constantly hitting snooze. There's a fine line there, I think.
1: Well, this is standards. This is, I know we don't have time necessarily to go into this, but I wanted to share this with everyone really quickly. A lot of people in the self-improvement industry, Kev, they talk about this, like, don't tie your self-esteem to your looks. For sure. And it's like, don't tie your self-esteem to your relationship. Okay, well, don't tie your self-esteem to your productivity. Uh, Don't tie your self-esteem to your career. Don't tie your self-esteem to money. Don't tie yourself... And it's like, what exactly are you supposed to tie it to? And this is a great philosophical conversation, Kev, because I actually believe one of the reasons why we all are, you know rich dynamic positive adults for lack of better phrasing is because we tie our self-esteem to to doing positive things i tie my self-esteem to virtue i try to i'm not even that sounds super arrogant but i i try really hard to tie my self-esteem to virtue Mm. aka am i in alignment with my greatest potential my greatest level of contribution and my highest level of quality of life that's what I try to tie my self-esteem to. But there's a part of me that still ties it to whether or not I'm killing it in the gym, whether or not I look good in the mirror, whether or not, you know, and I think that a lot of the self-improvement space in particular, I'll go quick about this. It's like, oh, well, you shouldn't tie your self-esteem to to your physique. It's like, well, why not? At least a little bit. What if you At it least to the progress towards your, yeah, progress. And again, yeah. but when you get older, you're going to have to let that evolve as yeah. Kevin and I have had to, and you know, we see some of these younger guys. But it's almost like this. Tie and here's the thing it's actually useful to tie your self-esteem at least a little bit to to revenue or to money or to physique or to your relationship. Why? Because it gets you off your butt making yeah. progress. Right? And and I always joke about how Everyone always works out and exercises before their wedding. That's like a very common thing. Three months before my wedding, I'm going to start working out. And you see that time and time again. Why? Because they tie their self-esteem to how good the wedding goes. And I think that it's impossible to care about something and to not tie some of your worth to it. That's fair. And I, and I think that it's really impractical for people to say, oh, don't tie the untethered soul. It talks about like, don't tie your self-esteem to anything. And it's like, well unless you're buddha like a buddhist monk like you're going to have to tie your self-esteem to, to something should you not tie your self-esteem to, to your work should you not i mean Kev you and i listens are up we're feeling good mm-hmm. listens aren't as great we're not feeling as good it's fair it, i think there's some value to like okay well let's get our butt in gear let's do a better job let's let's find well, a new way to add value and uh, yeah, i just ahead.
0: think there's a difference between uh, healing and yeah. accomplishing So that, I think that's where it's like, if you're struggling to love yourself at all, it probably isn't good for you to look at your shortcomings, quote unquote. 100%. But if you are crushing it, that's the thing. You can either change your perception or you can change your behavior. Mm -hmm. I think there are times where maybe changing your perception for a short period of time can serve you. I'm okay with that. But I don't think it's like that forever. I don't think it, it, like then what? So after you feel like you can handle whatever it is at a certain le- level, then it's like, okay, now can we inject a little bit of truth? That's, but that's, that's a challenging thing. I had somebody the other day, I went, I did a podcast pre call and she listened to the podcast and it was, a, it was a, it was a, it was a very good conversation. It was very interesting for me. And I don't remember her title. I don't know if she was a psychologist or therapist or counselor. And she said, I don't necessarily agree with the episode that you did on, um, I don't remember what one it was. I think we talked about standards a little bit. It was last week's episode. Beating yourself up. You're either too hard on yourself or too easy. Because she said there's a lot of people out there that ruminate over their performances. And I was like, I understand. Like, I can respect that. But I think there's a difference. So are you never supposed to be hard on yourself? Like, ever? What if you want to accomplish something greater than you've accomplished currently? That's the balance, Mm -hmm. right? There's a big difference between that and so i just wanted to throw that out there because i think it it does make it a challenge it's very hard to blanket statement we we try not to blanket statement but yeah when it comes to things like this it is a it's a challenge to do it all right we, we do it a go- i know you got stuff but i yeah. i have to go we, we yeah. gotta go um you want it we can do
1: a part two on this if you want
0: I, would it love to.
1: I, I think what should He's you tie anyway. your self-esteem to that kind of thing would be very very powerful because i think that what you tie your self-esteem to can be transformed Okay. And I think that that can transform who you become and it's a, it's maybe a really next. good Maybe one.
0: next week we'll do it. Okay. All right. Uh, next Level Nation, as you know, Next Level Live, April 1st, 2023, Worcester, Massachusetts. It's going to be a, a big old get together, but you're going to learn and you're going to leave there with a new identity, at least a shift in your identity. You're going to feel more empowered. You're going to feel more confident. I'm sure your self-esteem is going to be higher because you're going to learn about how to get better results out of your life and you get an opportunity to meet other like-minded people, which is always a great thing. Also, what, when's the meetup? Uh, March
1: 2nd, March 6 p.m. 2nd. Eastern Standard Time. Three big things. Wait, three big reasons? Three big things holding you back from success. Yes.
0: That's the meetup. We're going to go. Next level nation tomorrow for episode number 1260. What we want to do the least is sometimes the most important. Kind of similar to what we just talked about. Didn't Mm -hmm. know that was going to happen. As always, we love you, appreciate you, grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out.